It's time for Not Bad Dad with Fuzz. Your first one's free. And Jeff. Let's start the show. What's up, good, brother? Good morning. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. You know why I'm fantastic? Because, uh, because you just purchased some urine gone. I don't know what that is, but yes, that's exactly why. I've been watching, we've been watching Hulu a lot lately, and uh, there's always uh, commercials, and they tend to run the same commercial over and over. Oh, yeah, they do. About this. So one of the commercials is for Kaboom! Oh, yeah, Kaboom. The... I, which I, every time it comes on, I look at my wife and I just say, Kaboom! Sort of in that Garth from Wayne's World voice. <laughs> and she doesn't like that. And directly after that, for some reason, there's a commercial for an even, like, lower quality produced commercial uh for urine gone and they show the black light on you know when your pet's wet on the floor there's still stains left behind even if you can't see it so they show the you know the csi black light (laughs) there's piss all over the floor and you spray this stuff and and it goes away and then they say use it on the carpet and then at the end they don't they they show use it on your bed so you're Uh, wow yes so gross. And then the commercial cuts out, and then it's back to The Bachelorette. So, Ugh, The Bachelorette. I don't think I've ever watched an episode. Yeah, well. So I'm going to judge it without seeing it. Well, if you watch it now, your judgment will be fairly accurate. It's 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 not a, you know, it's a fun show to watch sometime, I guess. I, my wife kind of got me into watching it. But uh, this year they took probably the two, they usually take one of the finalists, and then they end up, from the previous show and right. then they make them the contestant on the next one and uh this year they took two of them and brought them in and let the guys vote on who they wanted to be you know after they've met them so there's already hostility oh, and God. uh the the two girls who are on there are pretty trashy so generally they have some you know stand-up qualities and some poise and stuff but uh the two on this time are pretty trashy so sweet maybe i will watch (laughs) (laughs) no do they wear a lot of low-cut shirts um Um, not that i the guys don't wear much so you got that going for you oh yeah that's what i was talking about oh yeah snapback so the reason i got a lot of good sleep last night was and why i'm feeling pretty good this morning is because i was turned on to the Z-Quill. Is that the... That's Who makes that now? I assume Wallquill is Walgreens. Who makes Z-Quill? Z-Quill is made by the makers of NyQuil. Oh, but really? All it is is the sleeping agent without the medicine. No way. Yeah, and it is glorious. Actually, it's basically like taking a handful of uh, uh, like uh, um, Benadryl, and uh, it's it's wonderful. I slept through the night. Sipping that scissor. Because I'm at the point where my wife is just about to pop here, and it could happen any day, and she's really uncomfortable, which means she's tossing and turning, and I don't blame her. You know, And it's getting, right. it's getting warm out. It's kind of hot and muggy and in the house. getting in your way of sleeping. So Right. So You sit over there and just toss, and I'm going to try and catch some sleep. So... Yeah, well, what happens is she'll like she'll like start tossing and turning at like midnight or like three in the morning, and then 
I like wake up, you know, and then I'm, I'm like, oh crap, I've got a whole bunch of stuff to do for work. And then I start thinking about work stuff and yeah. pretty soon I'm up for an hour and a half and right. Yeah. So I popped some, some Z last night. I did the Z. <laughs> That's suburban scissor, I think. <laughs> I think so. Actually, I was, I was up at a, uh, a work conference and we stay in these cabins up in the Northwoods, and they're beautiful cabins, and it's it's nice and whatever. But the uh, where I stay is in the loft in the main cabin uh, with one of my coworkers, and it's like just open from the living room up to the loft. Yeah, and so people will be watching TV or you know making breakfast if they get up early, and it's amplified upstairs. And sure. so normally I don't sleep very well, but Aww. Tim said, "Hey, dude." Why don't you try one of these? <laughs> Your first one's free. Right. <laughs> Catch you on the comeback. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh man, you got any more of that Z?" <laughs> oh, so except for you were yawning when you said it, which is funny because the bottle on uh, the front, the bottle says "not habit forming," but I have to say, you know what is habit forming? Sleeping well. Sleeping yes. well is habit forming, and I would like to do more of that, please. Right. So maybe a little bit of habit. Right. Maybe. Yeah. But they'll tell you, well, it's not the drugs that's habit forming. It's your desire to sleep well. It's your well. desire to sleep well. Yeah, yeah. That's not our fault. Yeah, that's yeah. that's your own personal choice. Yeah, yeah. The pot doesn't make you high. It's the or the pot doesn't make you addicted. It's the high that gets you addicted. Right. Well, well how do I get more of that? Well, you need yeah, some exactly. pot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nice. So Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Derek. I should look up his uh, website. <laughs> it's a, a Dave or Derek. I don't Derek, know what his name Darryl. is. <laughs> Derek. Derek. Uh, he's, he's in a, a dad bloggers group. We were uh, discussing the finer points of Weezer last night. Oh. And uh, so I want to give a quick shout out to him. I actually listened to the Blue Album on the way into work this morning. So we, Weezer, the Wisconsin band. <sighs> I, you know, I don't know if they're actually from Wisconsin. I think a lot of people give them credit from being from Wisconsin because they did the Buddy Holly video where it said Kenosha, Wisconsin's own. Yeah, Googler it for us, your buddy. Weezer. I don't think they are. We're going to find out right now, brother. Uh, nope, they're from Los Angeles. Oh, okay. So I think the, the rumor went around what they were from Wisconsin because in the Weezer, in the uh, Buddy Holly video, they're set it in Happy Days. And so mm-hmm. it says Kenosha, Wisconsin's own. Weezer, and so I think that's where the uh, the nasty rumor came from. Yeah. Rivers Cuomo is Cuomo, please. Cuomo, Cuomo is from New York, and Patrick Wilson is from Buffalo, New York, and Brian Bell is from Knoxville, and Scott Schreiner is from Toledo. So no Ooh, Wisconsin, Toledo. Him and Drew Carey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rivers Cuomo did a thing, and I don't know if he's still on it. He actually he stopped doing the band for a while to graduate from Harvard or MIT or somewhere, and he did this thing where he went celibate, like like nothing, nothing for several years because he thought he made him more creative and write better songs. Um, I, I listened to a podcast uh, called Nerdist. I'm sure you've heard of it. I've heard of it. And uh, Dexter Holland was on. Do you know who Dexter Oh, from Offspring. Yeah, and he... I saw him once in person. Like, he waved at me. Do you know that he is uh, almost finished with his doctorate? Mm-mm. And that he is studying uh, microbiology um, for the sake of curing AIDS, basically. And I don't wow. know... 
the yeah. guy who wrote Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Yeah, well, it turns out that everybody in the band was, or I don't know if it was everybody in the band, but the um, an, a few of the original members that started The Offspring were like in this program at um, USC. Crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, it was really interesting. Uh, don't do it now. Finish the rest of this podcast. <laughs> but, but later. Later, go and listen to the Dexter Holland edition of Nerdist. And I have to say, anytime I'm listening to a podcast and they say, oh, yeah, so-and-so's got this awesome podcast, I usually stop playing whatever I'm playing and then go listen to that podcast. Yeah. So don't do that right now. Cause It'd be nice if you could bookmark stuff within the podcast to go would, back and look for it later. That would be nice. Uh, Fuzzle put a link up maybe on our Facebook page. What? So what? Me? What? Okay, I'm just kidding. So I'll you don't have to go back now and look for it. We'll put a link up to the the Nerdist edition of the Dexter Holland episode. There you go. And maybe Nerdist will give us a uh, a link back. I'm just kidding. Doubtful. <laughs> but we're hurting. taking that SEO, man. I'm, I want you to put the Nerdist in on uh, on the site on the show description. This. All right, part. we're gonna put the Nerdist in there and then get sued by Chris Hardwick for jumping on his keywords. Oh, well. He probably wouldn't do that. He's a pretty cool dude. and We're not I'd... buying ad space to, like, jump off on him, so. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, man. So I have to say that since we started, this is the 20th episode of the Not 20th. That. Yeah, we're, we're What's tw- the 20th anniversary? Is that, uh, is that uh, Wedgwood Crystal or I think, uh, I Styrofoam? Know. I can Google that for you. Google. There's uh, the traditional. Here's I actually looked some of these up, and I'll tell you why. Because my wife and I are today, happy anniversary, honey. We're celebrating honey. our ninth anniversary. So I looked it up because you know they have the traditional and then the modern yeah. gifts. So what do you uh, think? The, uh, nine what? is uh, wicker, or <laughs> or uh, I think it's maybe it's not wood, but we used, we bought uh, Adirondack chairs for each other. We thought that oh. was. Pretty- <laughs> That's funny that you say that. I was enjoying a beer at my friend's house last night, and his wife, who is also my friend, came over and said, like, pointed at the Menards flyer and said, let's get these, and they were Adirondack chairs. Nice. We got the Adirondack chairs with the uh, table between the two of them. Oh, fancy. Well, it sounds fancy, and you think super sturdy, but you can get the whole schmear in a box that's about three feet by three feet by about six inches. Okay. And it's not very heavy. And you so, have to um, then a- assemble it all, or does it pop yeah, up? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, the, the seat's assembled, the back's assembled, and you gotta got to kind of put the legs and the arms on. The kind of the janky thing is that the only thing that keeps the table between the two chairs is you angle the chairs properly, you set this table kind of rack in there, mm-hmm. and it's got some braces so it lays in there and doesn't slide around. But there's these little, I mean, they're not even about a half-inch screws and so there's really no way to move the Adirondack chairs after you've screwed that together. Oh. So, and we have them in the backyard because our deck doesn't have stairs on it. We have an elevated deck. Hmm. And uh, so I decided not to put the screws on there because I knew what was going to happen is that they would rip out the second I needed to move them to yeah. mow around them. So, But it's cool because, I mean, the, the table sits there and it, it locks in basically because it's got the little bracings and stuff. But... It's not as I thought it was just going to be this like solid, like, you know, like you drag yeah. it around like a couch when we, <laughs> you know, you're done with it. And it's definitely not that. So, why don't you take each of the pieces apart and then go get some real wood, some real sturdy wood, and rebuild it your way? Ah, that sounds like a lot of work. Okay. 
So what's the 20th anniversary? Sorry to jump off on that. No. But happy anniversary, honey. I love you. I love you too, honey. Um, oh, I mean, you know, as a sister. Um, though you're not really my sister, so people don't yeah, think that, that we're like brother-in-law or something. Uh, we're brothers-in-law. Yes, yes. Uh, the 20th anniversary gift, traditional gift, is China. Ooh. The modern gift is platinum, which... Platinum. See, yeah, plat. Uh, it's like you're going like way the other direction with platinum versus China. Right. Uh, the gemstone is emerald. The flower is daylily. And popular songs 20 years ago were Love Shack by the B-52s and I was just Funky Cold Medina by oh, Tone Loke. Yeah. Nice, dude. And the price... Song. The price of a gallon of gasoline when you were married was a dollar two. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't married twenty years ago, buddy. I was nine. I know, but we were talking about you were <laughs> Oh, nine. I see. You're doing the radio spit. Yeah. You're doing the radio bit, and I wasn't even catching on there. Oh, I thought yeah. Oh man, good job. <sighs> yeah, thanks. It's like Dialed it in. It's like riding a bicycle. It is. It's like you can't get off. No. <laughs> it's like you're pulling me back in. <laughs> No, thank you. It was a Godfather end. reference. I know, I know. And I'm just pointing it out for the lay people. <laughs> pointing it out for the lazy people who can't Google it. I saw Godfather was listed on this uh, list of, I don't know, it was like movies I should have seen or I know I should watch. Yeah. And the Godfather was listed on there. I was really surprised. I mean, some of them made sense, like, um, you know, uh, the Sound of Music, it's like everybody kind of knows it, but a lot of people haven't really ever watched it. Uh, mm-hmm. Schindler's List, which I totally get because that's kind of, if you hadn't seen it when it came out, it's kind of hard to be like, hey, let's go rent Schindler's List, you know? <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, Ghostbusters was on there, and I was kind of thinking to myself, like, who hasn't seen, that's at least over 30, seen Ghostbusters? Right. How did you miss that when it was on TBS or USA or HBO or any of those channels like four gajillion times? Yeah. It's like saying I didn't see The Breakfast Club because that was never on TV. Right, right. The Breakfast Club or uh, what's the other? Uh, oh, the, A Christmas Story. A, exactly. That's yeah. exactly where I was going with that. So Godfather was on there too. Good. I've any seen Any movies it. like that that you haven't seen? Uh, any movies? Mo- really oh, I don't even know. Um it's like, one of those like, where I don't know unless you say it, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't actually seen that movie. Um, no. And it's usually something like cult, you know, cult fiction or cult following movies. Um, sure. I don't know. I can't think of any that I haven't seen because I haven't seen them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't Ooh. know what you don't know or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, but you know I, Oh, go ahead. No, you for it. Fine, I'll go first. So since it's our 20th episode, I was thinking back to our first episode and how it wasn't, it was okay. I mean, we didn't have our audio system dialed in quite right, but it's kind of, it's kind of, yeah, it was kind of the same shtick that we're doing now, but I've started like during the week, I have an Evernote file. Do you use Evernote at all? Occasionally. Um, I have an Evernote file, so I'll like be like, oh, Let's, I need to talk to Jeff about that. Yeah. and so, yeah. Uh, I do that, too. I got mine here. Oh, yeah. I can't show you mine because... Yours is on Evernote. Mine's on Evernote. I can point you at my other screen. There we go. Ooh. It's right over here. In Fisher the Nuts. Oh, no, it's Fisher Plows. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Fisher Plows, yes. Though Fisher Nuts are delicious as well. Um, Good yeah. job on the pistachio commercials, the, the, the pistachio people, for getting all these kind of random... 
commercial mm-hmm. people to be on the commercials. Very impressed. Yes, like Kermit the Frog and Stephen Colbert and Psy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they did do Psy. Didn't they do like Jackie? Did... Not Jackie Chan. Yeah, no, it was Jackie Chan. I saw. There was somebody recently. I was surprised who they got, and it was really good. And I said, you know, that really makes a lot of sense. And I can't remember who it was right now. Yeah, it was Fuzz Martin. It was. Oh yeah, that was right. I was on the pistachio commercial. Uh, that was me. Hey, all right. I'm not trying to brag. It was a Dustin Diamond. No, wait, he's in jail. <laughs> no, no. Did you send the reporters down there to cover the Dustin Diamond trial? I did not. Oh. We had better things to do. Like get lunch. Right. Like yes. Go give me some lunch. Like let's see. Go down and recover the Dustin Diamond story, or send the interns out to get me some lunch and lunch. Yeah, we're gonna deal with lunch. So I still haven't seen the Mad Men episode where oh. uh, with the John Deere tractors. Um, you what? No, I haven't gotten there yet. No, oh. you were saying that they drive them all around the office, right, or something? I don't want to ruin it for you. Do you really want me to tell you what happened? Yeah, why don't you just tell me? Because okay, so and and I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous podcast or you and I had talked about this, but so Fuzz, you work at an, an advertising agency. You guys deal with a lot of lawn care stuff. And so it reminded me, and this is a spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched Mad Men. It's not a huge spoiler alert. It's just kind of something that happens in one episode. I think it's in season three. They get John Deere as a client. So they're having the company Christmas party in the office. And it's the 50s, so everybody's wasted by, you know, 8 a.m. Right. And, you know, chasing women around and stuff like that. And uh, they're like, oh, look what the client just brought over. It's a new riding lawnmower. And so they're, like, driving him around the office. And one of the dudes gets his foot, like, toes chopped off because he's they're all wasted. And, like, you know, they have the blades engaged because it was the 50s and stuff. Oh, so yeah. That's why, I said, that's why I said to you, I said, you know, now that you've got all these lawn care things, I wonder what's, if it's going to be, like, Mad Men around there during the company Christmas party and somebody's going to get their foot chopped off. Yeah, you know what? I don't know how, but I feel like I missed it. Like I, I maybe I like fell asleep while that was on because I've we're on season four. And oh man, you must have because yeah. I'm pretty sure that was season three during the Christmas party. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. Um, I'm, but I, I just finished the series, so I'm pretty stoked about it. I was just thinking as I walked into my office this morning and walked past a row of like six lawnmowers that are outside waiting to be shot. Um, I was like, oh. Jeff would get a kick out of this because I actually have lawnmowers in my office right now. <laughs> nice. Send one my way. Yeah. These are really nice. Uh, uh, Def, then really send one my way. Yeah. No, I, uh, I don't think I could afford to send it your way. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll get on it and, and drive it. The delightful Echo 2694YZ. Oh, come on, man. I was just trying to be you on our last episode, man. You were like listing those things right off the top. Like, you know lawn care products like, i do i don't i don't really know much about anything but it's just amazing like you were just rattling off the serial numbers <laughs> and stuff and i oh. i was telling my wife i was just I was like i cannot believe that he <laughs> has all this down and and i was yeah. really uh, i was really impressed it's kind of my world dude thanks appreciate it so you were changing the oil on your mower yesterday huh or the, well the actually day? i was just adding oil to it because i had checked the oil previously mm-hmm. and uh, apparently i didn't tighten the plug and did you not tighten it or did you not put it on i it was on oh, okay. and i just didn't tighten it because it's it's a top mounted twisty you know oh yeah okay so i'm i know i feel like i know quite a bit about a lot of things but mm-hmm. engines and cars and all that stuff not my thing i'm gonna full out admit it and so there we go and throwing so, a football okay and so <laughs> that's an inside joke and that goes out to garrett and hess and everybody else 
Uh, Not Max Hess, who is one of my employees, but no, uh, Mike, Mike Hess, who is one of our friends. One of our friends. And so I mean, I'm think... friends with Max, too, but no, Mike, not. Mike and I go lying. way back. Uh, anyway, I, I don't so... want him to get sad and then be like, are you really not my friend, man? And then, oh, yeah. no, we're all friends. I am your friend, Max. I am. I'll be your friend, Max. You don't want to be. I can Mike's... be your friend. Bop, bop, bop. This is how we roll. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you ever want to. Sh- your boy. <laughs> I like cornbread and brisket. And That's not here the same song. I mean, it could be. But... It, it could be, yes. But it's not. It... Uh, no. Anyway, so I was adding <laughs> oil really. to it. Uh, my garage is so full that I, I basically have to take my standing, my walk, push behind the lawnmower, mm-hmm. lift it up by the handles, and, and stand it upright get it through the door and around some stuff uh i'm still in the process of building shelves and so i've kind of got to maneuver my lawnmower to get it in oh. and and then the oil spilled out after i had mowed the last time so uh. i decided to put some in this time and it, it went okay and mowing went okay and everything's right. but permanent engine damage could have occurred if you put too much oil in Jeff. Well, and that's what I, I kept checking it because I didn't know how much it needed. So I kept checking it and it really didn't look like the dipstick was getting filled up and I was getting nervous because You have to wait a little bit for it to settle down. Actually the best way to do it is to run, run a lawnmower. Run it, yeah. get it warm, let it let right. it settle. Yeah. But yeah. that takes patience and who the hell has time for patience? Right. So By the way, speaking of your dilemma with your mower, yes. there, there's a brand new Toro mower. That stores upright and it's kind of cool. Sweet. Yeah, so you can like it like flips itself up so it's like you know basically flat up against the wall. That's for people who need more space. space. Yeah, that's a cool idea. People that are hoarders like you that have garages (laughs) that are. (laughs) I have four kids. Oh yeah, that's kind of true. You do have four kids. I have four kids. I have four kids worth of stuff. I'm actually pretty stoked because now we can start getting rid of like all the, uh, you know, under three year old mm-hmm. girl stuff. So oh. we've actually started to get rid of some things. So that's pretty nice. Good. Do you guys have a rummage sale? Do you guys have a, a big rummage sale around your neighborhood? That's like the entire neighborhood wide rummage day. Uh, they do that uh, in the area. Of, you know, like when they have like the local summer fest ish mm-hmm. thing. Uh, we had our first garage sale last year. Here's the problem: is that we hadn't had a garage sale. Uh, ever and so before we moved two two years ago we had to move so quickly because our house sold so quickly we didn't have time to kind of sort through everything and decide to have a a, a garage sale and so Mm -hmm. we moved everything and it was only across town but we had so much extra stuff so last year I mean we got rid of a lot and Mm -hmm. I mean we still have a lot but you know we're getting rid of it and so I like I like the concept of garage sales, and, and when I told my wife, I said, "Hey, let's have a garage sale and make some cash." And you know, it, it was like, "Yeah, this is good." And then I was like, "We kind of got to sort all this stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of clean up the garage and do all this stuff, and then hang around for a day and a half." Yeah. It it, I mean, we made a pretty good chunk of change, but man, I don't know. <laughs> you kind of got to value is your time worth it in the end, and you know. Yeah. So, how about you? Uh, we had one once, but I wasn't home because I had. It was before we moved, is how we did it. And uh, but our, our neighborhood has every Memorial Day weekend they have uh, the like village wide rummage sale sure. day. And we normally aren't home, but because Mrs. Martin is about to pop, we uh, decided to stay home. Yeah, just in case we need to 
run to the hospital. And sure. man, it was just like traffic up and down all the roads. There's some parking. There will getting. be no running to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> traffic. Oh, well. You have to get your rickshaw out yeah, and just kind of. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'll carry you, honey. Yeah, get up my back. shoulders. We'll run the 30 miles. By the way, my wife's hospital is 30 miles from our house. Okay. Which scares me a little bit. Like, if she goes into labor at work, she'll be like two minutes away. Yeah. But if she goes to labor at home and I'm at work, which is about 15 minutes the other direction, um, I'll have to go get her and then get her up there. And I, our big concern is that they won't give you an epidural if you get too yeah, close. Yeah, you're too far along, right. And, well, she wants that epidural. Give me that. <laughs> So, she'll um, be doing the thing where she like grabs your face and it's like get away from me, yeah. like screaming at you and stuff. And you just gotta take it, man. Just gotta you take just it. Just gotta take it. You know that's funny. You talk about being close and far away from hospitals and stuff. Because my wife was just talking to someone the other day, and uh, they have a newborn. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just a few days old, and uh, she was asking kind of how everything went, and she said, "Yeah, you know, I was at work. You know, I woke up in the morning. I was having contractions." But I had a big business meeting, so I went to work, and I was at work, and I was having some pains, but I had to give this presentation, so I, was, I gave my presentation. It was, it, you know, it, my wife was just saying, I don't know how she could, you know, give a presentation while yeah. having major contractions. Like, she, you know, had to give this big presentation. Uh, decides after work to leave, not even after work, at lunchtime just to leave early, mm-hmm. go, go to the hospital and just get checked out, and she was already, like, eight centimeters dilated, <laughs> and, like, 20 minutes later gave birth. Awesome. It's just like, so let me get this straight. So you were in a business meeting having major contractions and pretty much just giving birth to your child during the meeting, knocked it out, and then went to the hospital and, you know, had the kid in about 20 minutes. Did she close the deal at least? I, I don't know the context of the business meeting, but it must have gone pretty well, or at least in retrospect, they'll be pretty impressed with her. So, Good. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that's insane so she came back she came back to the meeting like 45 minutes later with the baby wrapped up all right now as i was saying if you go to slide 32 you'll see from the bar graph here that sale projections for 2016 and 17 are up 13.4 percent exactly exactly um i don't know why she talks like that but it was funny i don't know it's more funny what's the deal uh I always wonder this. You, you watch TV shows, and you know when they have to give birth at home, or they're stuck in a cabin, or something like that. They're always like, boil some towels and bring me lots of newspapers. Like, I get the boiling towels. You want to like sterilize, and you know what? How the hell do newspapers come into it? Because there's no way that's sanitary. Newspapers are like disgusting things generally. I mean, you get crap all over your hands. So what? What's the deal with the newspapers? They put them on the floor, man, to keep the. Uh uh, so you don't have to mop up afterward. You just oh, like, I see. Yeah, it's so kind of like really if, nothing like, to do with you know the yeah, baby or yeah. yeah. Or it's actually because labor lasts like twenty seven hours sometimes, so it's like <laughs> have something to read. Yeah, go get me the paper want, and a I cup want of the coffee. USA Today, give me the Wall Street Journal. Bring that one in here. <laughs> I don't want any pictures. This is going to be a while. Uh, it's going to be a while. Um, so back to rummage sales, real quick. Yeah, stuffed animals. Okay. Would All you right. buy a stuffed animal from a rummage sale? I wouldn't. I I generally wouldn't, but depending, I, I can't say that we ever have. But if we were to buy one, it would have to be in superior quality. Mm-hmm. It would have to look like it was from a genuinely clean home, and I would take that thing home. 
I would Febreze the crap out of it and throw it in the dryer on high for about an hour. Febreze always reminds me of college. And yeah. my, my theory with Febreze is anytime I smell Febreze, I get a little disgusted because I know that the only reason Febreze, like when you smell Febreze, you know something disgusting happened near you. <laughs> It's gross by association. Right. Like, oh, this, like, I remember Brad, one of uh, our old fraternity brothers, uh, and my high school friend growing up, he used to Febreze the couch all the time. And I was like, yes, he did. You're only Febreze in the couch because the couch stinks, which means it's really disgusting. Like, if you have to Febreze your couch, your couch yeah. is bad. Right. It's, it's because you've been sitting on it with, like, no yeah. clothes on in a hot, Unair conditioned, unvented room, smoking all summer. Yes. And sleeping on it and possibly barfing on it. (laughs) Possibly. Probably, I think is. Most likely. Dude, I caught you on that couch a couple times before you joined. So. Yeah, no, no, I I did. Maybe maybe I was the stink that he was trying to wash away. I don't know. But I just do know when I I smell Febreze, I immediately think, oh, something bad happened. <laughs> well, they even do that. Did you see the commercial where they have the Febreze? They bring people blindfolded into certain places, and they're disgusting. Oh, like yes. ones like ones like a, a like a, a arson scene, and it's just like you know we recently sprayed this room with Febreze and brought people in to see if they could tell what's you know what's going on here. Like what is what does it smell like? And you're like, hmm, uh, it's like a nice meadow. And they're like, take your blindfolds off. Like, oh my god, <laughs> you know. And like the other ones, like we're in a know. butcher's shop. <laughs> yeah, like, not even a butcher's shop. They're in like the back room where they yeah. just like throw all the leftovers. A slaughterhouse. You know? Yeah, it's just like oh, this is a train car full of rancid meat, but they sprayed Febreze in here. It's great. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's just it's just horrible, man. Oh, that is nasty. So I wouldn't buy a stuffed animal at a rummage sale simply for the fact that like I don't know what kind of drool and disgustingness is on it. But yeah, I have two levels of um, my feelings for stuffed animals. Sometimes I hate them, and sometimes I really, really hate them. Like they're just like. <laughs> They're like, they take up space. My kids don't play, or my child doesn't play with them. I don't know if the new one will or not, but. Yeah. I'm, we're the same way. Uh, my daughter, my youngest daughter, our youngest daughter asked for, for Christmas, we said, what do you want from Santa? Or what is, you know, what, do you, what should Santa bring you? And she said, a dolphin. <laughs> so we ended up getting her a, a dolphin stuffed animal. It is about three feet long and about a foot wide Mm -hmm. and so that thing lives on her bed and you're i mean it's not even close to what you're talking about and Mm -hmm. that thing is just like every day i put it back on the bed and every night i take it off the bed and it just you know like that's its existence Mm -hmm. you know occasionally she'll jump on it like she's riding it and that's about it but uh (laughs) you know my kids i i grew up and i i love stuffed animals that sounds horrible it's kind of weird to say but i had a lot um but my kids now are totally into, and I'm gonna. It, it's either sum sums or sum sums, which no are idea. yeah. See, you're gonna you're gonna get in on all this stuff, man. I'm giving you some fair warning here. <laughs> uh, it's, D- Disney has this new uh, these little things are like these little kind of pod shaped uh, versions of all of their characters, and they're stackables. And actually, sum sum apparently means stack stack in Japanese. Oh. And so they're, nice. these, they're like these little kind of like bean type things, and the small ones are five bucks, and they're about uh, however far apart that is, three, four inches. <clears throat> and then they play with them. They kind of throw them around. They're kind of like bean bags. And mm-hmm. then um, they have bigger ones that are about 12 bucks, and those are about a foot long. And then they've got gigantic ones that are about 25 bucks that are like 
bigger than a pillow. And mm. so anyway, my kids like the little ones and they, it's kind of like a collectible thing, but they've got a few of them already. So, uh, yeah, they're totally into those. They were into, um, beanie boos for a while, which are like the new equivalent of beanie babies. They just have gigantic like hentai eyes or whatever. So, Oh yeah. Okay. I'm looking at them now. Uh, yeah, yeah that's kind of creepy. What? Yeah, I the zoom zooms? Yeah. They're not too creepy. I don't think they're too bad, but there's like, like big black hollow eyes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dead eyes. Um, yeah, so they're into those, and they've, of course, produced, like, little, like, three-second videos of them that they see, and so they where they kind of, like, jump around and make pyramids and do all this kind of stuff. Sure. So, um, so they're into them, so, it, you know, uh, if anybody else likes the Tsum Tsums out there or has any they want to trade, let me know, because my kids are, like, dying to get any of the ones you can't get in the stores, so, because yeah. they do limited releases. Thanks, Disney. Thanks, Disney. For being awesome marketers, yeah, um, yeah. I, I was looking for a pronunciation. I'm guessing it's Sum Sum. Yeah, it's like Tsetse Fly or something. Yeah, T S U M T S U M. Take Lake Titicaca. Yes, my favorite lake in the world. It's, Boli- it's between Bolivia and Peru. I mean, just so you know. Cool. I'll have to go there. Um, it's it's an Animaniacs song. That's how I know that. Oh yeah, I don't. I didn't know that. But that's funny. Animaniacs was wonderful that way. Yeah. And, and getting that kind of humor out there. Dude, the, what, some of the greatest things they did were when they did all the uh, states and the capitals mm-hmm. as a song, and then they did all the countries in the world as a song, which was also cool. Um, yeah, I don't I don't even remember half the stuff that I watched, but I just... The, that, the songs were good. I had, like, the, the albums, and so... it. If you don't want your kids to watch the uh, shows, because you know they can be they can be crass, but I mean that's fine. It's you know Warner Brothers. The right. songs are great for learning. So if you want to get your kids like, uh, what's the song? It's like anyway. That song they do all of the United States states and the capitals to that song, and so you know it's a it's a good learning process if you want your kids to kind of learn. You know, it's like I know Montgomery, Alabama just off the top of my head because of that song. Oh, you good. Know? Look at that. Yeah. It's a mnemonic device. Montpelier up in Vermont. <laughs> Boom. So, yeah. Excellent. How about some dad tips? Uh, get the Animaniacs CD so your kids can learn the 50 states and the capitals or all the countries in the world. That's a good idea. Uh, uh, that's that's what I got. I, that's, I don't know. <laughs> I, it was weak, but I'll allow it. Um Let's see mine. Mine today. I was reading uh, an article. I don't do. I don't do a lot of David uh, or Dave Ramsey reading. But I, do you know who Dave Ramsey is? The financial dude. No. Um, he's pretty good. He's a pretty bright guy that helps people like save money and get out okay. of debt and all that. Uh, but I, I was just reading an article about compound interest and like teaching your kids. Like mm. if, if they were to put away two thousand dollars a year every sure. year. Um, like from age, I don't know, 14 up, they would be doing so much better, um, you know, like when it comes time for retirement than somebody that starts at like age 30, you know what I mean? Right. Or, or age even 20 because of compound interest. And right. um, like even think of that when our daughter, when my daughter was born, we started an Edvest um, yeah. account for her. And I put in money like the first year and then. You know, like a few years later, um, the economy hit, and like yeah. I, I got divorced, and then the economy hit, and all that stuff. So I, um, 
I stopped putting money in. Sorry, daughter. Um, <laughs> but but it's doubled. Like I haven't put any money in. It's doubled already. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I mean, it's yeah. I no, probably, that's awesome. I should probably start sticking some more in there. But it's it's cool. So. Yeah, no, that's cool. I think the hard thing for kids is even if you talk to them about this kind of stuff now, mm-hmm. I mean, there there's no long-term perspective on it. They just don't get it. I mean, I even try to talk to my uh, five-year-old about, you know, hey, you know, if you do this, you can save up and earn, you know, for a, a toy or something or whatever you want to buy. And he's just like, doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, help me take out the trash and I'll give you a quarter. And he's just like, doesn't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but so, but I think if you can kind of show them the end, you know, like, hey, do you want to live in a nice house when you get older? Do you want, you know, do you want to be able to have this when you don't work anymore? I mean, sometimes maybe that if they can see the end result, but if you just, you know, say, I don't know, I might be. Yeah. I think if I was taught that and kind of lived that life growing up that I probably would respect it when I yeah. got older. So. Yeah. That help. That helps. You know, if you can kind of see, you know, kind of do as I do, not as I say kind of a thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, um, time for us to get out of here for the week, but we will talk again next week and post the show next Monday. Sounds great. Awesome. Have a good one. Happy anniversary, honey. I love you. Thanks, Jeff. Join us next Monday for another edition of Not Bad Dad. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash notbaddadcast. Oh, there you go. Another show for you for the week. That also assumes that she listens, which I don't know if she always does, but that's okay. The only time Shanna listens is when I don't have my headphones on when I'm editing the show, and she goes, oh, you're doing this again? (laughs) You're still doing that? No, she she actually, I think she gets a kick out of it now. That's still a thing? She won't won't admit it, but I've heard her talk to her friends about it, like, proudly. Yeah. That's cool. I haven't heard my wife do that, but that'd be cool. Yeah. But only because I don't listen to her talk to her friends very often. So yeah, and I normally don't either. Uh, normally, so just that's total... cool that you ca- you don't normally do that, and you caught her talking about the I, show. I know, I know. Well, actually, one of her friends said that she listens to the show, and then oh, I think that Lanesh likes or Mrs. Martin likes when she. <laughs> are you gonna beep that out? Are we recording? Are we doing the post show here? Yeah, we're. Are we doing the after party? Yeah, we can't talk about the after party. You have to just do the after party. Oh, I see. You got to bleep all this out. Otherwise, it's otherwise it's otherwise it sounds like it's planned. Man. Yeah, we got to redact it like it was like the Nixon tapes. Just like don't don't cut it out. Just leave it blank. Yeah. For like thirty seconds, and then leave like a eh, ah, burp in there. It's like Hillary Clinton's emails. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, I lost that on the server somewhere. Sorry, man. Um, the server. The server. Whoops, click, click, deleted. <laughs> That's because she was using uh, Lycos or Gmail. Yes, exactly. GeoCities. Oh, man, my AOL account. Did I, did I tell you that I had somebody recently email me from a – we did business with a dude, which it was actually – it was the Chris Farley impersonator. Yep. Has an AOL account. That's where we had to email him. That you know what though, if I was a comedian, I would get an AOL account, or I would get the most obscure, old school, sheetish email address I could find at angelfire.com. Yes, exactly at angelfire.com. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. 
Um, Hotmail is not even a th- I mean, I have a Hotmail account, but that's not even a thing anymore. You go to Hotmail and it's, what is it, live or yeah, whatever it's live, Microsoft's yeah. thing? Yeah. Like, they don't even brand it as Hotmail anymore. Oh, it's funny. Like, uh, um, my wife's old Hotmail account, because she started it so long ago when she was, like, in college. It's when you use your name and well, underscores. That's what I have on mine. Oh, hers is girly girl or something like that. And it's like... <laughs> They're like, oh, that's awesome. They're, How much <laughs> trashy spam do you get with that? <laughs> right. Well, I know. So yeah, I just got a few like numbers and letters after it, but it's like, um, it's just funny. Like, you, thinking back to when you were young yeah. and you start a an email account, not knowing that this is going to be the email account you're going to use for things like the car payment. See, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, I wish I had done that because I had my university email. Oh, yeah. And then after I graduated, this is, you know, when you still had to walk to the computer lab to use, you know, the Internet. Uh, I had set up an email at Hotmail using my full name. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, well, I'm applying for jobs. I have to have an email that's recognizable. I got to have something mm-hmm. professional. And so now I go back and I'm like, God, I wish I had like, you know, Captain Fluffy Pants 92. <laughs> well, because it's like, oh, you send, some, you know, it's like you sign up for something and it's like you want to do it a little bit anonymously. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to put my full name in. Like, I usually just use my initials and it's like first name. I use my first initial, last name. I use my last initial. Yeah. And then it's like, use your email address. I'm like, well, that just shot that in the foot because that's my junk mail, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, crap. Yeah, um, there was one time where I had to. I was on the phone with it was either the insurance company or um, like the mortgage place or something, and they're like, <laughs> "Okay, and what's your wife's email address or what's your, the email address on the account?" And I'm like, "It's girly girl blah blah blah." Is that G I R ninety six G R G I R L I E or G I R L Y? Love it. Oh, you're emasculating me. Uh, but uh, hey, I just wanted to tell you, too, and I was going to say this during the show, and I, I didn't only because I was trying really hard this episode to stop saying like. Mm. And and not in the proper context of saying like. In the Valley Girl concept. Like, yeah, exactly. Because I listened, I've been listening to some previous episodes, and it is horrible. So potentially if it gets to be a problem again, I'm going to start a like jar. And, oh, okay. Uh, throw a diamond every time i say it and i need i need a so jar because i say so so yeah that's my (laughs) nice that's my um Uh, so that's okay it's better than like especially because when i get going like five or six of them would just spew forth at you know you just said it again when I get going, no, like I didn't. Five, yeah, you did. did. I? You said when I get going, like five or six of them start spewing. Oh, <laughs> so but I haven't started it. I haven't started it. We got to. We got. We would have to officially do it, and I would say go, and from then on. Okay. But does, I, I does your I, wife say like a lot? No, and I don't even say it at home a lot. I think it's when I get kind of animated and excited, and I don't know where I'm going, but I'm trying to keep talking. Mm-hmm. I tend to spit that out, especially here. I don't know why. It's okay, man. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. You get excited. That's fine. You don't get excited at <laughs> home. You don't get excited at home. That's why you don't say it at home. I get it. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you 
bastard. <laughs> you, I will kill you. So what are you guys doing for your anniversary? Anything fun tonight? Got a babysitter? Uh, I'm leaving work early today to go home so we can go to oldest daughter's spring play. Oh, nice. She has a solo and kind of some standout stuff in that, so she's very excited. I'm going solo. I'm going solo. <laughs> right. You know that song? I do know it. I couldn't tell you who sings that, though. I couldn't tell you who sings Speaking it. Speaking of it, some random crap. songs i just found that cisco moved close to not me but the general vicinity where i live oh really yes so oh, i hope that's... to be having a drew hill reunion in the in the near future that i can witness that's awesome can you hear this on, uh playing in the background let's see here oh they're probably gonna give me an ad first i know who it is i know the song but i can't think of who sings it uh it's jason derulo Oh, yeah. We saw him at uh, uh, KDWB Star Party. Oh, nice. Six, eight years ago. Uh, he's pretty good. But not too shabby. I mean, he was good for free tickets. I saw him in about six other bands. They were pretty cool. Some cool stuff. Kesha. and. Oh, do you still have glitter on you from that show? <laughs> yeah, and vomit. Uh, two vomit references in one episode. Jeez. Nice. Uh, no, and then, um, so we're doing that, and then uh, mother-in-law is coming over, and uh, I think we're going to try and go to a movie, Ooh. but since there's not much out, it's probably going to be- Mad Max? Mad Max or Avengers, and I'm hoping for Avengers. The D-Train? The what? The D-Train starring Jack Black. I, I didn't, is that a movie? I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, it's a movie. I haven't even seen the trailer. It's a movie. I haven't seen the trailer for it. Yeah. Well. Nope, so I think Avengers is what it'll be. Uh, we were going to go see a movie the other day, and we couldn't think of one to see either, so we didn't go to any, but we were going to go see Avengers. Kind of yeah. wish I, I heard good things about Mad Max. I did, too, and I've heard some people say they really like it, and then I've heard a couple people, uh, especially people who are familiar with the first one, say they hated it and didn't not didn't get it, but it didn't make sense. And I said, right, because, you know, post-apocalyptic people driving around and you know, cars with animal bones attached to them. And, you know, that's, that's cool. But, you know, this, you know, these other things don't make sense. So I know, man, I get it. It was like somebody was complaining about, uh, the new fan, uh, fantastic four movie that, uh, the human torch is black. And so it's like, it doesn't even make sense in the, the, the storyline, you know, because, you know, him and, uh, Mrs. Fantastic are supposed to be brother and sister. And now they change it to them being adopted. And it's like, yeah, you have no problem with people you know, encountering aliens and turning into superhumans and become lighting on fire. But it's really hard to understand how you could have an adopted brother who's not the same race as you. It's like, <laughs> dude, it's a freaking comic book turned into yes, a movie. It Just let it go. The right. guy looks awesome, by the way. So. <laughs> I want to see it. The first one was horrible. And oh, so I, yeah, I I'm it. actually excited to see this one. So I can't remember the actor's name, but rock on, man. I can't wait to see it as Johnny Blaze. There you go. So why uh, are you pointing a Nerf gun at me? You should never point a weapon at something you don't intend to destroy. So you intended to destroy your computer. Good to yeah, know. Yeah. Well, I was trying to shoot you. Um we we have we often have Nerf gun fights here in the office. Oh really? Do you have lots of spare ammo laying around? Do you have like boxes of you know like Nerf? I do actually. I have a uh... nice. Yeah. Ooh. You are a Nerf herder. I am a Nerf herder. That's you are fun. a scruffy looking Nerf herder. I am a Nerf herder. I need to put. Who you in. calling scruffy? <laughs> I need to put this in. Uh place where I can easily access it when there's a battle. 
My daughter has a really sweet Nerf gun. I, I'm a little pissed at the way they, they market Nerf to girls where they make it the, the rebel. Yeah, oh yeah. Pink and white, it's purple. It looks cool, but then it's like, we have to put a diamond uh, as a sight on this thing or uh, whatever, oh, yeah. you know? And so like, the one thing she has, and it, it kind of pisses me off only because it's, you know, gotta be a certain way, but you know, she likes it, so it's cool, but it looks like a kind of a carrying satchel purse. Oh, okay. And you pull a diamond, and that releases the gun, so that it, it uh, goes like this: goes, and then the stock folds back on it, oh. and the guns, and this, and the part of the stock covers the the where the nerf comes out, and so it's it's pretty sweet because it's like, oh, it's kind of a cool little plastic thing, and it flips out, and it's this you know nerf gun. I'm like, mm. oh, that's kind of cool, but yeah. So she's got that and a crossbow and a couple other things. Yeah, we've uh, a few of the women in the office here have the crossbow. Um, but uh, most of us just have a little. Most nice. of the team members are issued a small little Derringer. <laughs> but I when have, they get hired, uh, here's your issued Nerf. You can upgrade at your own. Ooh, little Russian roulette. Yeah. You can you can upgrade it to your own liking, but this is your standard issue. Yes. Nerf, whatever. You will be expected to turn this in if and when you leave. Actually, it's funny. Uh, a guy quit and he put a he put the nerf gun on my desk and uh, he drew a badge <laughs> <laughs> that's funny dude i got a friend he works for uh homeland security now he was in the army and so mm-hmm. he's really into nerf for his son they have the 50 caliber sniper rifle oh, version cool. you know have yeah. you seen that thing yeah. yeah so they have that and he's like yeah i, I don't let don't let the kids get it out when their friends are over. He's like, only he and I play with it because one of his friends, one of the kids' friends, grabbed it, shot their TV with it. I mean, they've got like a big 60-inch TV and mm-hmm. it's got this like dot in the center of it. It's not cracked or anything like that, but the gun hit it with such force wow. that it's got a dot where, you know, that nothing comes back. It's always... <laughs> Nice. And it's dead center in the TV. I'm like, what's going on with your TV? Is there like just some drop some pixels or something? He's like, no. He's like, my son's friend shot it with a 50 caliber. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. I'm like, you kind of just don't expect that. I'm like, it's a good shot. I mean, it's right, right center, but yeah. it kind of also sucks. He he adjusted for the wind. And yeah, he had windage uh, elevation. Yeah. <laughs> man, All right, I, no joke. I gotta go. All right, so, talk to you later. I'll see you, man. Bye.